Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Art of Overcoming with Dr. Eric, where we are having conversations to inspire your breakthrough. I'm joined again, uh, once again, by my co-host, Jeshu Ram, a world-class coach on the Eric Scroggins coaching team. Good morning, Good Jeshu. morning. You forgot to say the fabulous Jeshu Ram. I, I know. I, I did that on I purpose. You yeah. had, I did that on purpose because you've had too much coffee this morning, and you're off the chain, so... <laughs> Good. It's good to be here, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. If I introduce you too positively on days like this, we may not get to the end of the podcast. Yes, so. we might not. We might not. We're in a mood today. This this podcast is going to be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, here at the Art of Overcoming, we're having conversations with real people that have faced real mm-hmm. challenges, real trauma, real obstacles, and have made it to the other side. Right. And today is no different. Today's conversation is what I'm calling Lisa, the Lisa Lancaster story. So welcome to the podcast, Lisa. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It is uh, so amazing. So I was reading your story and uh, uh, walking through kind of the step-by-step of, of what you have been through. And I just know today is going to be an amazing blessing for the listeners to hear how you can go through the traumas that you went through and get to the other side. So mm-hmm. I hope you're ready to share with us today. Absolutely, Listeners, I hope you're ready. Uh, you might want to grab boxes of Kleenex, uh, yeah. maybe an entire roll of toilet paper. I don't know, it's, something like that. Yeah, this, this story, this life story is going to sh- sh- you're going to get shook. It's yeah, going to be powerful. But it's going to be amazing yeah. how the other side of the story yes. is. Yes. So we've been really blessed. So Lisa, you are an author. Mm-hmm. Um, you wrote the book Strength in the Shadow, which I believe is the story of overcoming... Yeah, uh, that you've been through in your life. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. How long ago was the book published? 2021. 2021. You can mm-hmm. find it on Amazon. Uh, it's called Strength in the Shadow by Lisa J. Lancaster. An amazing read. Uh, amazing uh, uh, story of overcoming. Story of how to get through. A story of what God really can do in yeah. the midst of some very dark seasons. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 showed so, up. <laughs> uh, definitely showed up. So why don't you tell us kind of what, what was your story? Uh, just doing life. I'm married uh, at the time. You know, my husband and I had five children, uh, just you know, school, sports, um, helping him with his business. He has a construction business and just doing life, you know, and everything was great. I have a small farm and just really thankful and blessed. And we were part-time missionaries in Mexico. And um, my husband was going to, to Peru um, and I was starting to feel sick. And um in 2007, he was on an extended mission trip in Peru, and he took our youngest son, and I just, you know, I, I wasn't functioning, and um, so I was going to the doctor and uh, had some scans done, and um, there's not a whole lot of communication back then mm-hmm. in Peru, you know, to get word to my husband, and so I'm doing all these tests and things when he's out of country, and uh, so that's got to be a little bit frightening as well, mm-hmm. right? Because I know I know my wife's walked through a journey mm-hmm. of some things like that, but um, that had to be frightening. It, like I'm not feeling well. I got to keep to keep it together for the kids, mm-hmm. and my husband is on this extended mission trip trying to do something great for humanity, and and I was still working um, full time then. I worked for the government, and uh, trying to function at my job level, which was a very demanding job, um, and still be there, you know, for the other kids that were home, not on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just a struggle. And so um, did some scans. And then when my um, husband came back, I actually got the news that I had cancer. And so that was the beginning. And 
it, it was just, yeah, we, it just kind of hit you out in left field. It was not on my radar. Mm-hmm. I was young, yeah. Yeah. young mom, and it just was nowhere. Like, this this shouldn't be happening. Like, I have faith. Like, God, yeah. why, why is this happening? Right. Was it breast cancer? No, it was thyroid cancer. Thyroid cancer. And oh. so I had to go in, and um, the experience of the hospital was interesting because my husband is a word man. I mean, mm-hmm. for 30 years. You know, we've gotten up and read the the Bible together. So it's just our thing. We have coffee. I mean, we just, that's what we do. And so we were going in for this surgery and um, I'm there and I, and I was like, God, I can't do this. I need to see my husband one more time. So, you know, they prep you and everything and you're laying there. And I just had a lot of fear. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Lord, I just want to see him one more time because we had the unknown, like if they took the thyroid out wrong, my vocal cords would be paralyzed and wouldn't be able to speak again. You know, there was all these what ifs, Mm -hmm. like this can happen and this can happen. And if you allow those things to come in, man, it's overwhelming and it just weighs you down. And so what happened? What what was the emotion right when you got the news? Like how that's got to be a devastating blow as a young mom, five kids, Mm -hmm. husband that's functioning, doing his business. Mm -hmm. You're helping him. That's got to be. I know that, you know, you hear stories of people getting that uh, oh my God, my life is over. Kind of news. Yeah, like that. it's that's that's such that's shock. Be... A lot of yeah. This it felt like not a betrayal, kind because of, my faith was huge. Like I was like my faith meter is uh, mm-hmm. you know enormous, yeah. and I've always had tremendous faith for people and for hard situations. So this this kind of rattled. Like I know you're there, God, but where are you in this? You know, mm-hmm. and so. This, I'll give you one little snippet in this hospital because I want to move forward this story, you know, of going through this valley. And I call it the valley of death because it really was. I was, you know, facing um, death. Mm-hmm. And so we go in and um, I'm in the where they right before they wheel you into the surgical suite. And I'm like, Lord, please, can I just see him one more time? And so in comes this man, bright white scrubs. And his hair is just like glistening. And I'm like, what is happening? And he goes... I'm here for you. And I just, it was like this peace came over me. And I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, Lord. And again, he says, I'm here for you. And I'm like, okay. Like, and I could just feel my spirit like, all right, like this is, I I think I can do this. And then all of a sudden I hear Jeff and Jeff comes through the curtain and that man was gone, you know, and this experience was very important because you know, the Lord answered my prayer. I got to see my husband kiss him, and I wheeled in. And during that surgery, I actually died. Mm. So flatline, you know, they gave me too much anesthesia. Wow. It, surgery went too long, and they were having trouble extracting. And so they had to bring me back. Wow. Wow. Like, and they brought the chaplain for my husband, you know. And um, so that experience when I came to, um, it was totally at peace, you know, during that whole thing when I came to. I knew that something had happened. And um, they told me, and I said, well, where's the, the nurse, the male nurse with the white scrubs? And they're like, one, there's no male mer- nurses. There was nobody that shift. <laughs> and two, no one wears white scrubs here. <laughs> and But that wow. experience marked me because that battle of cancer was the beginning of 12 years in the Valley of Shadow of Death. That mm. was the tip of the iceberg to what I had to walk through. Wow. Wow. This was wow. just... Well, because, so he you, gave, because you said in your story that you've walked through three... Fatal diseases, life-threatening, life-ending types of diseases. This Mm -hmm. was the first one. And you did, in fact, flatline on the table, and they had to bring you back. And so that, oh, my goodness, what what an amazing (laughs) testimony. I mean, a faith builder right there. 
that and and just to have that peace. So that peace, that presence help me, you know, when I'm in that situation that you're it's total darkness and everyone's telling, you know, but yet the peace of God's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things are swirling all around. So that stayed with me. And so as we journeyed more and um, instead of getting better, which everyone said I would after treatment, um, we found that I was getting worse Mm -hmm. and my body was not functioning as much. And then I I found out I needed um, to get uh, autoimmune medication through a chest port because my body, my immune system was not functioning. And so every two weeks for 12 hours, I would go and sit and have them pump an immune system into me. Mm. So it was an autoimmune wow. condition that's rare. And it Is just... Is that the second one? Yeah. It's one. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, so one's cancer, two my Well, no, my no. The no. cancer is not in those other ones. The cancer oh. was its own thing. Oh, my goodness. So the three conditions in that doctor's letter that we'll get to, um, the first one was autoimmune. There's no cure for, and, it, and a lot of people have died from it. And so that... Wow just adjusting our life schedule. And then when you get these treatments, you're down for like three days. And just for my husband, who was running a construction company and demanding, and I'm usually there, you know, helping with his books. And I was still trying to work full time for the government and mm. starting to get um, 501 accommodations because I couldn't, you know, do everything. Um, and so we're about like in 2009, 2010, you know, doing these things. And then my muscles started not working and I started needing braces. Um, and in the book, there's pictures of all these things. Uh, and, you know, I, I found myself just walking across the parking lot to go to work. And one time I just felt this just stabbing pain in my calf and my calf muscle had ripped off from the bone. Just wow. walking across the parking lot. You know, six inch tear in my calf. Whoa. Good so grief. just by walking, just from walking and, you know, these things would just happen. And then, you know, I, I would reach in my fridge for a jug of milk and my fingers would dislocate and it would drop to the ground. Whoa. So it, it, it was I'm like, what is happening? You know, this just doesn't happen. And I mean, I swam. I did triathlons as a kid. I ran track swimming. You know, I was athletic. My so. kids all did sports. We live on a farm. I mean, I. This was not on the radar. It's just my body was slowly shutting down, and so was, uh, was this a function of the autoimmune? No, this, this was the next. So what's the next, next one? <laughs> it, it, uh, so supposedly you're born with it. You know uh-huh. that's what it's a born with condition, but it just had not. No one caught you know the nuances, and mm-hmm. and it just escalated, and so. Um, you know, I was like, this is not okay. My husband's like, this is not okay. And so you go to doctor, to specialist, to specialist. And then I went to a research hospital and they diagnosed this rare, you know, collagen disorder disease. And it's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And there's different genetic, there's type one, type three, type seven, type, you know, all these types. And unfortunately, they had diagnosed me with two types. And one of them was just the regular hypermobile and another one was the vascular. And people with the vascular form die by the time they're 40, 50 years old, wow. you know, you 48 is like the median age, you know, that you die from it. And so I was like, oh, okay. So, okay. So, so, so now we're, okay. We've got thyroid cancer that I had that, passed that was, through that you had already passed. Through. Yes. So that built a level of faith. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but then even, even for us, we're Christians, we're people yep. of faith, but right. even in that, now you're walking through an autoimmune issue and now this disease that is rare, and then beyond that is a third one yep. that's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Lisa, you and your family have got wow. to have gone. I mean, that has to be emotional. 
And it was tough on the kids because mom's sick. Mom can't come to the meets. Mom can't come to the baseball. Mom can't. Because someday I wasn't getting out of bed. Yeah. You know, my kids were older and some of the kids had left the house. So, you know, you have times we've got, what, we're about five years in here, you know, and kids move on and, and some kids graduating. And it just, I just wasn't there. And that's tough. You need mm-hmm. your parents. You know, you need that emotional support. And it shouldn't all be about mom. Right. You know, they have a life. Mm-hmm. They need encouragement. They need. And so, you know, looking back, I didn't do sick well. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. You know, I wasn't there. And since then, it, you know, we can talk about that later and just how you work through and process that with your kids, you know, yeah. and we're all, you know, so we'll stay in the walking through the valley of death because yeah, it's cause you're, real. Cause you're down. You're down. I mean, we, we're a, this is we're you know, in the trenches oh of my, the valley yeah. of death. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. Because so many people are facing one. Yes. Mm-hmm. can be a devastating situation. One situation right. where you're approaching your yep. death can be devastating on the mind on the spirit on the faith on the mm-hmm. relationship with not only your husband or wife but the jesus children. i mean yep. th- th- there's a lot that comes into question in well my kids would the- get mad at me because i would use humor i'm like well this is not like the oprah show oprah don't have nothing on this <laughs> <laughs> You and can't you make it up. And you, you had it to see, yes. <laughs> like, and, and they would get mad. Mom, how can you joke about this? Yeah. yeah. But it's, how, you know, joy is better than medicine. Yeah. You know, yes. joy is yes. a yes. good thing. Yes. Yes. And yes. and so that helped me yeah. to get through the days where I was just crying in tears. And my husband would find me laying on the floor just screaming in pain. Mm. I mean, it, it, pain is so debilitating. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. people, you know, it, so imagine... And that's cool. okay. I, yeah, I don't like gonna, pain. This is going to sound horrible. <laughs> this is going to sound horrible, and I know it. And the listeners are going to be like, oh, "We're going to get hate mail on this." Yeah. I'm about to say, but that's coming from a woman. Yes. Right? So men are pathetic. Yes. Like, yeah. So if I you're agree. if you're totally saying agree. I'm on the ground bawling, it, that, that's from a woman. Yeah. It, it, I've had five straight. children. Yeah. And the last one was ten five. Ten times five. So ten, I can oh, do so, pain. Yeah. I can do. A man would have already been like, "Just cut my throat." Yeah. Exactly. And you know, I've seen those pictures. Lisa shown to me and stuff yeah. those braces it's like every brace every part of her body mm. is just braces the ribs the back ribs, I mean the, the, the rest every, I everything. would get pleurisy oh and I forgot so that first time that I died um, <laughs> she said I forgot yeah. Yeah, you know <laughs> just my lungs collapsed so yeah. I was having trouble with my lung wow. my left lung uh. was you know and so by the time with the autoimmune disease and all the the, the nerve things going on and the collagen I would get pleurisy for no reason. Pleurisy is extremely painful. Yeah. You know, it's water you have all mm. around here and you take a breath. You're like, because <gasps> you can't breathe. The pain's mm. so bad. And um, I would dislocate ribs trying to get air. Whoa. Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> you, you know, wow. So they'd have these braces on me and everything. And then I ended up, uh, yeah, uh, progressing and... Um, Needing to go on oxygen full time. So I had a tank on me and I had a concentrator upstairs and downstairs. So in 2013, I think it was, they diagnosed me with the third fatal disease and you die within five years. Which is? It's what Celine Dion just got diagnosed with. She just got diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. Do not Google it. <laughs> it's a terrible, you know, disease and it's awful. And it's not visually like something you want to see because it looks like you're having uh, epilepsy syndrome like your whole body just spasms and wow. you can drop you it's it can do your vocal cords and it would literally asphyxiate where i couldn't breathe and so i'd have to be on oxygen you know trying to get air while these spasms and it didn't matter how much value you know there's all these treatments and whatever and 
It it was horrid. I mean, I, it was like hell on earth because yeah, you can't. Would, we would go to the same. She would come to our church that I was attending, and mm. she would come with the oxygen tank. That's the first time I met Lisa. Mm. It was oxygen tank, and you were saying that people could not hug you. No, my husband had made sure no one would come yeah. up to me. The welcome team. If someone just tapped me on the shoulder, I would be screaming because it would set off a spasm. Wow. So you didn't know, like, there's different triggers and stuff. And so, it, you know, the doctors tell you this. And I'm like, no, you know, like, this can't be it. This is not for me. Like, I don't, this is not for me. And so at this point, they, the doctors had said, you cannot work. You can't try it. I had exhausted every 501 accommodation, like, and there's like no way. And I'm like, what's happening? You know, and we weren't going to church as much because I couldn't sit in church, you Mm, know, and, um, Mm -hmm physically sit in the chair and it was just tough like I said you know cancer stuff I'm not demeaning it. everyone going through it I bless you in the name of Jesus you know like it, it's horrid but that was the beginning of this and what I was going through now you can't put in words because it's so intense and it you go from thinking about okay what's going to happen next month to how do I survive this minute mm-hmm. my husband and I were living Minute by minute. 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 And he wasn't working at this time because he didn't want to leave me. You know, and then in June of 15, I went for another procedure because my port was blocked. And actually, it was March of 15. Um, And uh, they, it was nurse error, and I blessed all the doctors and nurses because they were trying to stop my body from convulsing. And they thought they were giving me pain medicine, and they gave me fentanyl. And so I was given a lethal dose of fentanyl. And I didn't know who I was, and I didn't wake up, and they told my husband that I would never regain my faculties. Um, and I actually flatlined, full code. Again. 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 So, okay, so something that comes to my mind, a question is, was there any time between these, or did one disease sort of run into the other? It ran into the other. There was no There's respite. No There's no break. It There's just, because no you're dealing with it, you just get into this rhythm of life again, of mm-hmm. overcome, you know, yeah. and then here's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just get into, okay, I have to wear yeah. braces and I have to do all these things and oxygen and, oh yeah, throw hearing aids in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. <laughs> because this one, I, you know, I'm almost there. So we, that episode, and then in, in October of 16, they told me that I had a tumor the base of my ear connecting to my, if it if it grew any, it would have severed my spinal cord and I would have been paralyzed from the neck down. Wow. So I they threw brain surgery in there in 2016. Wow! Just why not? Yeah. Why why not? <laughs> I mean, did, you can't. It, it's just it's unheard of. Like I'm like Lord. Where, you know, I started to feel like Job. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was literally, because like, I know that I'm like, Lord, what is mm-hmm. it? And I was questioning, and I was always like, why? You know, why are, why is this happening? But I still had my faith. It's like, nope, my faith trumps my questions, you know? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. you know, and Jeff would always say, we can do this, you know? And <laughs> we almost need to bring Jeff on. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. yeah. his, his side of his it side is, is amazing. Yeah. Overcoming story as I a mean, husband. Yeah. It's powerful. And he was caring for me. You know, I think it's harder on the caregivers watching your loved one just Mm -hmm. being in excruciating pain because they feel so helpless. And his love, I mean, I I could not have walked through this without my husband at all. No, I I could not. He he just helped carry me through. What was what was the lowest point? Like, when did you bottom out on? Okay, so yeah, you you were coming in. I mean, this is a (laughs) there's a lot to it. (laughs) If you think if you know what do they say? Uh, uh, It's it's 
uh, it's easy to complain about not having shoes till you meet a man with no feet. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know, this is that kind of situation. Yeah, you think yeah. you've been through something, but thyroid cancer, three life-ending diseases, no cure, brain tumor. <sighs> Surgery. I mean, one right. thing after yeah, like, and whoop. also, and also on top of that, the doctor didn't the doctor write a letter saying that right June of fourteen that I had three years. So we were we were. This is this is beyond. Yeah, years. we are at sixteen. Yeah. So we're June of fourteen. You know, you're, these diseases, the Ehlers Daniels and the vascular auto, you know, autoimmune and the collagen disorders. You know, they have a life expectancy. You know, and right. with the combination of that. You know, and, and the letters in the book. So the doctor's letters in the book, the medical records in the book. So you can f- read it for yourself. You know, yeah. they're there in there. And uh, it was just a lot. So the culminating part, you know, there was a, another incident in 17 that was so it's in, on record. And I have the third one, but I have actually flatlined three times since 2007. So where they oh. were a full code, you know, do your heart start and, and come back. And I... Each time, I just had the piece, you know, and I knew something happened. Um, and we can talk about that later. But June of 17 is the last one. And that's what propelled us to the just where I call the deep trenches in the dark valley, you know, mm-hmm. that we were in the depths of the valley of death because I wasn't getting up much. I wasn't eating as much. You know, my husband had a shower and they just they put you on home care. You know, the nurses come and the physical therapy come and they're all coming. And then the therapy stops because they're like, you know, you really can't even we can't help you. Right. So they just make you comfortable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where we were at. It's like, God, how would I get here? Yeah. Like what what's going on? You know, so we knew that. um it was getting close, you know, and Jeff had to start going back to work because we had exhausted everything, 401ks, you know, medical emergency, wow. like every, we went through everything. And we had a system set up to where I was safe and, and he could leave. And, you know, I, we had a little bit, you know, everybody that I could, if I needed 911, they'd come. But at this point, if I went to 911 and I went to the emergency room, they would say, honey, we hope we can help you, but you probably aren't going to make it out here Ugh. is what I would hear. I mean, and that's speaking over you. Yeah. I mean, that's... Right. And they were doing... And I bless and I honor all the doctors and nurses because yeah. they kept me alive long yeah. enough until I got divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, anyway, so my husband's there and I'm not speaking much and I'm laying in bed. I know he has to go to work and I, I just didn't have any strength. And mm-hmm. so we had this whole conversation with our eyes and I'm like, I just... I love you. And he's... It's a, it's it's kind of like a movie wow, scene, you know? Exactly. And, and there's this intense love going back, but there was no words because I just... It wasn't in me. And he knew and I knew that I probably wouldn't be alive when he got home. Mm. Wow. Man, as a husband, I just... I can't even imagine. Yeah. That so just... he shut the door and then I hear the door shut downstairs and I start bawling. Like, ball, wow. ball, 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 bawling. And I was so weak. I, I could not wipe the tears from my face. And I said, God, if you want me here, do something. Take me now or do something. Mm-hmm. And it was just my entire being, not 99.5, like 100% was surrender and just like, God, now, you know, take me now or do something. And all of a sudden it was like, and this breath, this came over me and it felt like a warm blanket. Wow. And I'm just laying in my bed and this present was just wrapped all around me. Mm. And it was just the most amount of peace and joy I've ever felt in my life. And I just sat there in this warm grace and peace. And I was like, it's going to be okay. Wow. <laughs> and I, it was strength. Literally, the, God just breathed strength into me. And I heard him say, take the letter and that doctor's letter 
and it said I was going to die and put it on the altar. And I knew exactly that I needed to take that letter and get it to church, you know, and I hadn't been to church, so I couldn't go. But so when my husband got home, I actually had strength to get up and go downstairs and sit on the couch. Now, our stairs were an old 1910 farmhouse. They're straight down. I couldn't get up them. And he's like, what's going on? So I tell him that, right, what happened. And then what happens when we have great breakthrough, right? What comes the next day? I couldn't get out of bed again. Mm. So for two weeks, we both fought. We just knew what, you know, God, you have this. You're in control. We are. You have this. You know what's best. And we're going to trust you. And so we for two weeks, I was like, okay, we're going to try. Nope. Okay. We're gonna try. Yep. And I would get up, try to get do everything. And so finally, two weeks go by. And my husband's like, today? I'm like, today. We're doing it. We're going. So he packs all the medicine, get in the car, because we had to have all these things if I went into, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, something. Yeah. Something. So we get to church, and my husband's like, don't touch her. No one touch her. And he's got his arms out, and he's like, no. And everyone's, like, parting the water, the Red Sea parts, you know. I'm like, just, is this a security? What's going on here, you know? Yeah. And I take that letter, and there's nowhere at the church to put it, right? I can't just lay it down. It's got, you know, stuff yeah. on personal information. I walk up to the pastor. I, I said, this. this is not mine wow. and i hand it off i was like it's not mine and i was like okay god you know and i'm standing at the altar and i was able to make it through the entire church service which i hadn't done in three years and went home that night and my husband when i woke up he said that it he just kept checking to see if i was breathing because it's the first time i had slept in 12 years Whoa. my legs at night would do like a cricket and I, I was in so much pain i didn't wake up to take pain medicine i didn't move and he just said, I could feel God's presence. And I knew he was doing something. And I just sat in awe all night. And I slept. I slept. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then it was miracle after miracle. I was like, I, d- I don't need the oxygen. And Jeff went to work. And I drove myself back because the church was having a conference. And I hadn't driven in, in like three years. Like, it's only 10, 12 minutes. But still, yeah, I had not yeah. driven, but I wasn't on any medicine. I wow. forgot to take so, it. So that moment, laying in the darkest, uh, I'm at the doorway of death. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. this is it. I'm, I, I'm, he's not going to see me alive right. when he gets home. Yep. That moment caused something in you to say, God, now or now, like yep. do it, like yep. this take is, me this minute. Yep. This is the minute. It, did you feel like your faith had wavered through the process? Like, were there moments where you're going, "What am I even believing here?" Well, like, when they brought the chaplain for Jeff, you know, we we would have conversations after, right. but I would always tell him because my faith, I felt like I kept it. I said, "Don't." just let them unplug me, you know, because that was my, it's like, you need to give God room to move. Like, don't, you know, and our words matter. We're framing, we're co-creating with God, you know. One quick example is like, we were going after, we're going through all these miracles, right? Pop, pop, they're just coming out. I had to walk through with the doctors because when you're that sick and they say you're going to die, they don't tend to believe that you're going to get better. So I had the chest ports and they still made me get the medication because they're like, that's not possible. Right. So we're walking this out, and um, and really quick. So I want to give this one example. And um, we're in the hospital. The port's plugged, and they they want to do surgery because the nurse comes out, and this is the nurse that's seen me for eight years. You know, same cancer floor, same everything. We got mm-hmm. the, the treatments. She goes, "You should be dead." I said, "What?" And she goes, "Well, the port cath has pierced the bottom of your heart. It's supposed to be in your heart." She goes, "You should be dead. They're prepping for surgery right now." I said. 
and my husband has never swore in his life. He doesn't swear. Like he doesn't ever. <laughs> he does. And he said, "Oh, something." And I and I put my hand on his chest and I said, "It's going to be okay." And I turned to the nurse. I said, "Do you have the authority to order an X-ray?" And she said, "Yes." I said, "Please do it. Just please." So we go down, go for the X-ray, and I just said, "God." I get in the elevator. I'm like, "Sweet Jesus, we need a miracle about now." Wow. And I open my eyes and I said it out loud. Everyone in the elevator heard me. And this guy goes, and he winks and he walks out of the elevator. And I was like. Okay. So we go get the x-ray, come back, and the nurse is holding both x-rays, and she goes, this isn't possible. She goes, it moved four inches, and it you don't have to have surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and it unplugged. And so every nurse on that floor, they were prepping for surgery. I get to say, look, I get to go home. This is what God did. So wow. the Lord started to take this, this negative and all these reports of death and turn it to life. And some of these nurses had said they've never seen people get better and never seen someone walk off the floor. Yeah. 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 And I was that person. Yeah. You, you have to walk away from an experience like this and, and think a couple of things I would think. One is that, that the, whatever in listener land you call it, the enemy, the devil, whatever whatever is going on the devil wants you dead mm-hmm. like yeah. there there yeah. there's there, this is this is a flat out targeting of lisa lancaster for many years this is an yeah. assault that that you have you can't equate it to anything else that i'm that the enemy does not want me walking on yeah. this planet and then opposite of that thought you have to say if that's true and God's got me here, there is something I have to accomplish. Yes. Right. There is. Because if I'm supposed to be dead four or five, I don't even, I've lost count at this point. Mm-hmm. If I'm supposed to be dead at, at this many number of times because of whatever report and whatever disease and whatever situation, but yet God has done what he's done. Like, okay, so what you guys can't see because we're on, a, we're on an audio <laughs> podcast is she is a healthy, vibrant woman yes. sitting here, very animated. Uh, she talks with her hands and moving around. There's no, yeah. there's no, um, uh, residual, what, what would be, what, right. what we could appear yeah. to be a residual effect of this. So, so what, on the other side of this, so on the other side of all of this going on, the massive mm-hmm. miracle, what conclusion did you draw that you're, what, what's the purpose? Why? why? So um, w- the, the turning point for me in this was when I was in the valley of shadow of death, when I saw myself in the shadow of the Lord's wing, when I saw myself being covered by the Lord, I saw that more than him being with him and covered by him more than I saw myself in the valley of shadow of death. And I had this just encounter with the Lord about five months in. So I walked out healing. Like it, it just like you steward, if you're a Christian and, and you know the Lord, you know, people call, you know, their salvation, walking out salvation, right? You steward that. Well, healing's the same way. Mm-hmm. He's given us this body. He's given us health. We've yeah. already all been given it. And I just had to learn and he showed me how to walk that out. And so now, because um, when you have a destiny with God, right, and you have this plan, like, as you said, the enemy is going to try to thwart it. Well, five years since coming out of the Valley of Shadow of Death, I'm now, I'm finishing my Master of Divinity. I'm actually an EMS police fire hospital chaplain. <laughs> well, so I'm want, in the place. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> because when that's yeah. your de- I've always yeah. known that that was yeah. our place. And we've always been a lot involved in healing ministry on the mission field, like healing, you know, helping people encounter yeah. God like that. Yeah. So when you have purpose, 
the enemy comes and tries to steal that away from you. But I always knew God was faithful. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I just knew. Yeah. Like, I'm a, uh, and so, so now. Did it, did it refine a purpose for you? Like, did you mm-hmm. narrow? Because I know so many people walk around, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my ministry. I don't know where I'm it, going. This had to have oh, yes. targeted lit, you yep. very specifically, very narrowly into what you are supposed to be Absolutely. doing, what you're probably doing. What, what right, what I stepped doing. into. Yeah, yeah, it took me, and I just the whole praying for people and, and all day, every day, you know, I, I get, if, if you ever want to pray for people, turn and get a scanner, please scan, you know, yeah. and we're just seeing miracle, you yeah. know, because it's life and death yeah. every day. There's people yeah. dead and, die, you know, oh, drug over to every yeah. suicide. And so I, you know, with, the Lord just has blessed me so much that I get to go and pray for people every single day that when they're in their darkest hour, when they're yeah. in their valley of shadow yeah. of death. And I can yeah. say, I can't, I, I can be there with you and I can empathize because I was where you were at. Yeah. And I know yeah. what they were speaking, yeah. you know, and the pronoun, like I can just be there and bring the presence of God in yeah. and his peace in because what he did in me, he'll do in you. Yeah. That's right. He, he yeah. does it for all. Right. Yeah. So yeah. why yeah. wouldn't he, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. so that's what we go around. We just, it's so, encourage. It's, so it's so encouraging. I, I was with uh, some pastor friends of mine uh, last Saturday and was reminded of something mm-hmm. when I, I didn't walk through near the episode that you did, but I had a, a similar, um, experience a couple of years ago with a blood clot in a leg that I would have lost my leg and lost my life, the whole thing. Yep. And my pastor friend reminded me of a conversation I had with him. He goes, you know, the devil messed up trying to take me out mm-hmm. because the doctor had said, had I not, had I, I was on a headed for a plane. I was going to get on a plane to Brazil. Had I gotten on the plane, I wouldn't have landed in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was, I was in the hospital going through 11 days of whatever. And I got mad. Like yeah. literally mad. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, how dare you yeah. try? So I'm, I mean, that was my response. It's like, how dare you? And I'm now you try to kill me. I'm going to heal as many people as I come in contact. Like I, not me, but you know, right. through, through the Lord. But what my friend reminded me, he goes, Eric, what I've seen walk out in your life for two years is you're not just healing people from medical disease. You're healing life trauma, depression, yeah. you're, you're encouraged, you know, so right. this episode set me on a mission and, and it just set flat ticked free. me off. Yeah. <laughs> flat ticked you me do off, get angry. Yeah, you do get yeah. angry, yeah. you know, like why, you know, the why me and I talk about that in the book, just going through that. And, you know, like there is purpose because he refines us through the fire. Right. Yeah. And, and it was just, yeah. I'm so thankful for all that experience, you know, and cause my faith now, I mean, I had a huge faith before, but now my faith is just off. The, yeah. You know, yeah. It's yeah. like when, when there's people in front of me that are in wheelchairs and they say they've got stage four cancer, it's like, okay, yeah. but God's bigger, God's yeah. bigger than cancer. Yeah. God's bigger than, yeah. you know? And so, yes, I'll pray for you. Yes. I'll stand with you. We just had a guy that we, you know, my husband get go and we do uh, healing. So, you know, we get invited, we go and we pray for people. And um, we just walk through and we don't just show up on a Sunday and then leave. We, we kind of stay with people, certain people the Lord just brings to us. And anyway, his diagnosis was stage four brain cancer in July. And he, we just got the text last week and he is completely healed. There's not one bit of cancer in his brain. Oh, my goodness. So, so you so know, it, he, God yeah, still does so miracles. And, and, and I just love it because they glorify him, right? Yeah. But they're not... they're like far and few between that's what his desire is right so you know i i'm just my faith level now is just through the roof you know it's like thank you lord because if i wouldn't walk through that it wouldn't have amplified right and so like you you know mental that's that's a good point right because so so often i think when we're walking through these things that we need to overcome Mm -hmm. 
we 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 question why we. I know for me, I I, I called my wife from the hospital. I'm going, babe, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like I'm I'm. It hurts. I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the the next step is. They can't seem to get blood flow in my. Le- you know, one thing after another, and and you go through those moments, and it and and it, you just get so frustrated and so irritated and so. Like I'm done. I, yeah. I I'm absolutely done. But then on the other side of it, you look back and you go, "Oh, that's there why. A, there's, <laughs> that's why. That's why. Yeah. Because right, we're we're humans, and in the midst of trauma, we're whining and complaining, and 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 right, a lot yeah. of times rightfully it's, so. It's, I mean, you've walked through 81 normal. different it's things. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> when you open it up and you're like, "That's all those diagnoses," and you're like, "No way." Yeah. But yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's terrible. Listen, listen I've, I've got the book. I told you it's called the Strength in the Shadow book, and it's. It's I don't know how many pages. It's, it's only a like quick a, read. It's only it's like fast. 160 pages, but I don't know how she fit 91 different episodes <laughs> into it. Short, like just t- so, touched on it. So yes, this will be a quick read. It I is. was diagnosed, but God healed. That's right. Di- That's <laughs> yes, exactly. And 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 God is bringing people your way with yeah. the same disease yeah. that right. You went through, and we've seen them heal too of these rare yeah. diseases. They yeah. have been, and they, some, yeah. one gal's two years out, and uh, the other two are, uh, you know, six months, eight months. And I follow up. We stay. We walk out with them. Like yeah. we are, you know, there. You My you goodness. form bonds with these people, and you want to see them fully set free. You yeah. know, body, mind, spirit. You know, from all that. Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, we walk out divine healing with them. Absolutely. And the doctor said she cannot travel. She cannot get on the plane or anything. She's been to India. She's gone over to India with me and prayed for people and stuff. And she showed the pictures in India. People were like, like opened their mouth. You should have seen people are like, wow, their faith rose. People were getting healed. And so somebody who has gone through like this and they've experienced the power of God, the faith and everything, then then they step into that place. There's a grace on people to minister. And I think that's what... I feel like the Lord was doing through your life to really bring that message of hope, message of healing. There is a God when everything that says, just like the woman of the issue of blood, yep. you know, 12 years, went to all kinds of doctors, spent all the money, nothing, but but only Jesus could heal her because of her faith. faith. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just grabbing onto him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you... If- if, if you could speak, if you had somebody sitting in front of you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> pardon me, if you had somebody sitting in front of you that was walking through right now what you walk through, what's the what's one thing that you would mm. you would tell them? It's going to just to uh, she's like one thing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's in the rest. It's not in the striving or the anger. It's in the rest. And when you just quiet yourself, then you can receive his peace. Mm hmm. Because we have to center ourselves in the Lord or else all the chaos in the world is going to overwhelm us. And if we can just center and then just rest in him, he does it. It's his strength. It's his breath. It's his life that just fills us and you know to overflowing and and so since then i i live in in there's a scripture it's my favorite scripture psalm 1611 in his presence is a fullness of joy so for five years i just live in his joy because his presence is joy so everywhere i go we we encounter and we help people find the joy of the lord because joy is better than better than any medicine and we've been how many countless people right and they're they can't even move they're so bound by pain and the first little <laughs> they they just start laughing and the pain yeah. goes like yeah. every time yeah. the lord shows up and his peace and his joy yeah. and and it's just 
one and you let go of that pain you got to take the grave clothes off right yeah, a lot of people yeah. are carrying them around and yeah. dragging Let, them with okay, them so so there's there's non-christians listening okay to this sorry as well. yeah. Let, let's let's talk about what that means because okay. that's, that's a good point right graves clothes um in biblical times was the way you were wrapped in preparation for being buried for eternity for your body to be prepped right what what lisa's talking about is that if you Stay dressed in that depression, that mindset, anxiety, that, focus, that anxiety, yeah. that fear, and your life is dressed with those things. You, you get s- tripped up. You get yeah. You you trip over them. You 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 get sort of uh, you're, you you get you get stuck in that place, mm-hmm. and it weighs you down when he's already set you free. Right? It's it's yeah. in your mindset, yeah. and you have to just. But I think that's I think that's such a good point, Lisa, that, that we should make because, you know. Even even though the Lord is healing and the Lord is doing it, and you just said that, we do have a responsibility in all of this, right? You have to undress from the graves clothes. That's right. Like no one no one can come and unwrap you. No, like you have to you have yeah. to you have to have the mindset and the and the will and the determination and the faith to so, stand up and say, I'm not dressed like this anymore. Mm-hmm, you know, there's a right. scripture that talks about putting on the garments of praise. praise. And in my mind I've thought about that, like undressing from the, the wor- from the graves yeah. clothes, from the worldly stuff, and dressing myself in praise and adoration of the Father, yeah. like like Absolutely. literally, and I'm an animated person, so I I when I'm doing stuff like that, like I'm literally I'm putting on a coat, right, and I'm putting on the <laughs> fan, you know, and and in my prayer time I'm doing that, but I think that's a good point, right? Like you have to under you have to separate. You had report after report after, after report, report after report that you shouldn't even be, be here. <laughs> that dresses you in something. It's because you can't receive it. It's yeah. a fact that the doctors give you diagnosis, but the truth is found in the Word of God. Yeah. Mm. So you can get all these facts from the world, but my truth is that Jesus already did. He paid everything for me. He loves me so much, and you, you know, He'll do it in you. It, yeah. His grace is so wonderful and amazing. And so yeah. now the doctors, and, and this is also in the book, they call me an enigma because there's no reason why I shouldn't have these diseases. And when I went back to share to the doctor that wrote the letter, he's like, you should be dead because along <laughs> I thought it was two fatal diseases. He goes, no, you had three. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean three? Like, And we were joking. I'm like, all this time I thought it was two. And then he names them. And I'm like, that one's fatal? He's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's and, crazy, right, with the doctor <laughs> who's diagnosed, who's just just done this and he's seen a miracle take place yeah he's yeah. going he's in process what's some of the pot that's yeah. going on in this because he's not yeah. a believer well yeah. he's a soon-to-be believer right? Yeah, right so he says i i kept you long enough for inter, you know for intervention i said divine intervention he goes i will give you that the chairman intervened <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, yes, he did. What a powerful story. What a powerful, listen, so, so many of you out there listening, if you're walking through something mm-hmm. like this, a, a disease, a, a trauma, a circumstance, listen, hold on, undress yes. from the, from the graves clothes, put on the garments of praise, let joy unspeakable begin <laughs> to define your life. Let it, let it be that thing that, that drives you to have a faith that the father will come through if, if someone wanted to reach out to you yes. and and get prayer or get connection or just hear more about your story what what, mm-hmm. what would they do they can find on instagram or facebook you okay. know my name at least lancaster and it comes right you know um it's the author strength and shadow it comes there's pages on there that they can get in contact with me but so, you know message me you yeah know. listen guys please do that you know we've please talked do. about in multiple of these sessions now in these in these uh, shows that that having someone walk through this with you you mentioned your husband was such a strength 
I know in my situation it's the same thing that yeah. that you know having somebody to walk with me. We've talked over and over about that. So I know you said that now your purpose is right. this action of prayer and this we, yeah. we help people to walk in divine health and steward healing so yeah. we go around and and we we walk alongside with them until yeah. they are completely manifested healing in their bodies yeah. and some people the bible doesn't contain every healing right that the lord right. did it can't right. contain it right and some right. people have to walk it out it's not right. instantaneous right. but he does it every time so yeah, yes we'd love to so walk good aside because if you're feeling like hey my faith is not enough my mm-hmm. i'm feeling hopeless and stuff yeah tap onto somebody else's faith like lisa and yeah. grab hold onto their faith yeah. as well because yeah. that's that, what we do we carry each what, other through that yeah. helps that because you're not alone in this you're not supposed to be alone in this if you're feeling alone in this grab hold of people who believe in god who believe in the power of god and reach out to them and let them stand with you in this difficult time if you're going through so that we want to see breakthrough yeah. absolutely absolutely um the book is strength in the shadow lisa lancaster Thank you so much yes. for joining Thank us you. today. Thank you. It's great Telling to be us here. your story. What an amazing, amazing story of overcoming uh, in this particular case and in every case, God just showing up faithful and walking through. It's been a joy to talk to you today. You just are a light, and it's just a pleasure to get to know you and to see what God has done. Powerful Thank you for story. your story. Thank From you. Death it's been to great. life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's right. Listen, guys, if you have a story of overcoming and you want to share it with us, please get in touch with us. You can direct message us at Instagram or in Facebook. You can find us at The Art of Overcoming uh, with Dr. Eric. And this has been another great episode. We look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Blessings. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found any part of this show inspiring and able to help you overcome your barriers, please share it in your community so that those around you can overcome their barriers as well. Listen, you can connect with me in so many different ways. You can reach out to us on our website at ericscroggins.com. You can check out the book at visionblockers.com or on any one of our social media platforms at Eric Scroggins Coaching. We would be honored if you would reach out. We'd love to connect with you and partner with you in overcoming your barriers and reaching new levels of success. Listen, we will see you on the next show. Take care.